Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by ID Shield, the most comprehensive identity theft protection and reputation management solution available. ID Shield provides credit monitoring and alerts, digital privacy management, and guaranteed restoration services. I use it myself and you can get it too. Visit getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. That's getoutandtry.wearelegalshield.com. Season four starts now. I'm back from break, rested and ready to rock. It's always nice to have that little break between seasons and it it gives a chance to tweak a few things. And more than anything, it gives my brain a little break, which I need to take every once in a while. But I'm happy to be back. I hope you're well. Thank you for listening. And in the spirit of trying new things, I have to say a really big thank you to Ken Conan of Raiders Streaming and Casey Films Pro for not only letting me test out his fancy audio equipment, but also for guest hosting this interview with me. It was nice to have another voice uh, asking the question. And, and being involved. Now, we have had a pretty cold winter so far, and it looks like we're finally having some warmer weather on the horizon, and we're kicking off season four with the hopes that you'll get outside and maybe even get out and try some snowshoeing or other winter activities. This episode features Dennis and Ryan from the St. Croix County Park System, and they're talking about all the different properties and all of the fun things that you can get out and try. This is part one of a two-part interview. Check it out. Thank you guys for being on the podcast. We've got a co-host with us today, Ken Cohen, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for the invite to be part of the show today. This is, a, this is exciting. This is my first ship. Well, welcome. It's pretty exciting. Podcast stuff. ship, that yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're uh, pretty familiar with the broadcasting world because you are with Raider Streaming. Yeah. And uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about what Raider Streaming is and then also your KC Films Pro business as sure, well. Sure, sure. I'll make it sh- uh, pretty short and pretty sweet. We uh, Raider Streaming's the local Hudson sports streaming outlet. So we stream football, hockey, baseball, softball. Um, we partner with River Channel in town, uh, which is our local channel um, 6 and 15, I believe. And, uh, yeah, so get a bunch of the girls' and boys' hockey going on right now. Okay. So that's uh, that piece. And then Casey Films Pro is uh, we do recordings, we do drone work. Um, today we're kind of using my, uh, my mixer, if you will, to, uh, to record all of this. Um, so, yeah, ton of fun stuff, a couple different businesses. So, yeah, yeah. Keep, keeps me busy. Absolutely. And a big thank you to you for for letting us try out your equipment. So if the podcast sounds a little bit different today, it's because we are testing out some fun new equipment, uh, courtesy of Ken with Raider Streaming and KC Films Pro. So thank you very much for that, Ken. Absolutely. And if you hear applause at any point, I I will cue my own applause (laughs) and laughter. So if people aren't laughing in the room, I'm just going to tee it right up. Just boom, just like that. Bam. Well, today we have Dennis and Ryan from St. Croix County Parks with us. Thank you guys so much for being with us and for being on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. And I want to start with what you guys do. So, Dennis, why don't we start with you? What is your role with the parks? Well, I am the parks administrator. We have over a dozen facilities in the county that I'm responsible for. I have three um, park managers that work for me. And in the warmer months, they will hire up to 10 seasonal employees at our two biggest parks uh, to help with those operations. That's about it in a nutshell. I've been on the job for about a little over eight months now. Wow. So I'm still learning. 
Good. Well, <laughs> doing a great that's job. A, that's yeah, for sure. that's awesome. So, what were you doing before this? Um, I've done a lot of different things, uh, mostly parks and recreation yeah. type work. Um, I've worked for city and county uh, parks in Florida and New Mexico, um, in Nebraska, where I graduated high school. But I spent 20 years with the uh, Department of Defense working in, a, in an area called MWR, which stands for Morale, Welfare, and Recreation. And it's all the quality of life programs on military bases all over the world. Oh, yeah. So I've lived mm. in cool. places like uh, Japan, um, Bahrain in the Middle East. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Iceland was my last station. So what do you do for fun over in Bahrain? If you're the, if you're the master of fun, what are you doing over there? We had a lot of great things. Really? We had scuba diving. Really? Sailing. We had uh, trips into the desert. Huh. Of course, running was a big thing with all the military guys. For sure, yeah. And we also had uh, facilities on the base, movie theater. Sure. Um, gymnasium, clubs, you know, for the different uh, ranks. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. That's awesome. I'm an old Navy guy from back in the day. And okay. Did you ne- ever make it over there? I never made it anywhere. They kept me. <laughs> they kept me in the U.S. the whole time. I was, I was working on this Did communication. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's why I tell myself all the time. It was this communications gear that was kind of a stateside thing, and so I learned that and was pretty good at it. So they're like, "Hey, you want to keep extending here?" And so I just stayed at Norfolk a long time. Okay. I, one of my favorite stories is we were playing golf at Little Creek, and they have a, a golf course on the base. The seals are over this big mound of sand doing live fire stuff. And we're like, man, no big deal. You know, there's no bullets coming over this way. Well, here comes three seals running over the berm onto the course. And we're like, oh, we better hold up real quick. <laughs> like, don't drive your ball into the seals running across the golf course, you goofballs. You know better. Just, just let them play through. That's right. Let them go through. <laughs> and they were gone like two seconds later. You know, those guys are just machines off and running. Yeah, what a cool deal. That's a cool. Yeah, so that was 20 years of my life. And yeah. then, uh, coming back to the States, I worked for, uh, I worked down in Florida for a county parks mm-hmm. and rec yeah. agency. I uh, then moved out uh, west uh, to New Mexico and went to work for the um, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. I spent 10 years with the Forest Service out in California. and uh, How was my, that? Uh, California is a beautiful yeah. place. Um, there's just, you know, there's some challenges out yeah. there with the forest yeah. burning. Yeah. You were know. you in it during the time that there was? We were, we came close a couple of times. Okay. My wife and I lived in a forest just north wow. of uh, L.A. And uh, there were a couple of times when we almost had to evacuate. We had our bags packed and That's everything. Stressful. Yeah. Very. Wow. But... You know, we enjoyed it. It was yeah. great, fun, living up in the forest, having all those animals coming around. And Yeah. Um, Are you going to write a book? Because this is a lot. <laughs> He's an interesting guy, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So you're eight months into this role, and that's always fun to have a fresh set of eyes come into a new area. Are there things that you've taken from your past that you're looking forward to implementing in the St. Croix County area? Oh, sure. And things that we have already implemented. But, like what? Uh, well, you know, I've got a background in uh, in environmental work and you know taking care of things, and we do a lot of that. We have a um, we have some land management plans that we've incorporated into the overall outdoor recreation plan, and 
we're doing a lot of uh, renovation, you know, trying to bring the prairie back to native plants. So, Ryan, what do you do with St. Croix County Parks? Uh, so my role with the parks is, is uh, mostly marketing, design, social media, that sort of stuff. So yeah. basically whatever's happening, Dennis and, you know, his crew will tell me what's going on. I'll go take photos, videos, and, you know, get it up on social media, the website, update the website as well. So yeah. Uh, that sort of stuff. Well, and it's thanks to you that you're here today. You and I connected because I saw that you've yes. got Learn to Snowshoe coming up. And yeah. we'll get into events a little bit later, sure. but uh, that that's kind of how you and I connected. Absolutely. So. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm interested. What's the website? I, I don't know if I've heard it yet, and I'm dying to figure out how to find these parks because, much like you, I didn't know there was more than a handful of them, you know? Um, so I'm, and I have a family that's active. We're ready to get out and hang, you know, hang at these parks yeah. ASAP. Okay. Like, I'm leaving here and I'm going to a park. <laughs> yeah, so we'll probably uh, see you there. All right, I'm ready. SCCWI.gov. Okay. There's a, a link on there. You can go right to the parks. It lists all of them right there. You can click on them. Awesome. History of them, how to get there. Maps, trail maps, all sorts of stuff. Awesome. And awesome. do you have to be from Wisconsin to be able to use the parks and no, park pass? No, not at all. Anybody can buy a, an annual pass and get into all the parks or daily if you're not interested in, you know, buying an annual pass, so you can buy a daily pass for $10. Uh, so and are those available at the park? When you are. pull in, you can just grab one, kind of like perch, right, is yep. part of the park system? I remember driving in there years ago and right. yep. up yeah. at the that's, front. That's Homestead. 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 Oh, yeah. Thank you. Lands, we call yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and a cool place. I've always, I was telling Katie off the air, I want to scuba dive. I've got buddies that have been certified there. Yeah. I got certified years ago, and I haven't been out much, to tell you the truth, right? And I hear there's a plane down there, like a golf course. I don't like all yeah. sorts of stuff going on whole, underwater. Is that right? There's a whole yeah. uh, scuba diving um, area that has all sorts of stuff. Sunken boats, <laughs> statues, cool. things that you can go to. There's actually a map yeah. on the website. It'll tell you exactly where the things are. No and way. it goes yeah. down to 90 feet, and it's crystal clear water. So, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So I was fishing there at one time as well, and I remember seeing, you could just see the fish, and it, it, it seemed like they were right there. They weren't. They were like 20 feet down, yeah. right off that fishing pier that you have there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, caught a trout there for the first first trout I'd ever caught. It's an incredible lake. Beautiful lake, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful yeah. lake. That's one of our favorite spots to go. And the beach, for from a family perspective, it's a little bit of a walk. So yeah. for any parents that are toting around five little ones in a wagon, be prepared <laughs> for the walk. Yeah, but it's yeah, always yeah, sure. worth it because it's so beautiful and clean and easy. It's, it's just beautiful. I love it that is. beach. No, we're glad to hear you say that. You're doing a great job. <laughs> well, and you can rent all sorts of stuff down there too, right? Canoes and maybe kayaks, right? Yep. Yeah, paddle, paddle boards. boards, paddle boats. Paddle oh, boats, yep. um, yeah. If you haven't tried a stand-up paddleboard, that's I, the place to do it. It's I have. Great. They're challenging <laughs> for a big guy like me. I'm a little top-heavy. <laughs> <Can relate. laughs> it's like ah. <laughs> Katie'd be out there <laughs> running circles around us. What's up, guys? <laughs> I have to sit down for a while until I get up the... Get the balance. Yeah, yeah. It takes me a little bit to warm up. a minute. I love it. But we got, uh, as a family, we got inflatable kayaks at the beginning, right right when COVID hit. Yeah. I was like, order those up. And that is a perfect place for that. I don't know that I want to use an inflatable kayak on the river. Uh, I don't know that I would trust it. But perch, I'm like, we're golden. It's so calm there and easy. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a really wonderful place. No, I want to talk a little bit about the... What makes a park a county park versus a state park? The first would be ownership. Federal parks are all owned by U.S. taxpayers, by the government. And the money goes towards maintaining those parks, forests, and wilderness areas. Um, So that means 
every person in the state in the United States owns those parks, whereas a county or a state park are owned by those local governments. And um, we could actually sell the land if we, if there was a reason to. Please don't do that. No, <laughs> we certainly won't. I mean, it would have to be something very yeah. serious. Yeah. But um, federal uh, parks uh, are also used for things like uh, timber, you know, forests, mining. So there, there are some resources that they use on several of those. And then uh, governance would be the last one. National parks are governed by the uh, Department of the Interior. National forests are governed by the Department of Agriculture. And then, um, so every taxpayer has a stake in those parks. Um, state and county parks are under the jurisdiction of the states or the counties. And you're developing new areas, you, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, Eckert uh, <clears throat> Bluffland. This is an interesting story. Mm-hmm. There was a fellow that they, he was a rocket science, scientist. To, Legitimate? For, yeah, for use <laughs> of better words. He, what are you, a rocket scientist? <laughs> Actually, I am. Yeah. Take a back seat. He was, uh, you know, like Werner von Braun. He was one of those guys <laughs> that they brought over after the war. Come on, really? From Germany? <clears throat> yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. And he was involved in setting up NASA. <laughs> and he was, he's actually has a theory, a quantum, what is it, quantum mechanics theory that's l- named after him. <laughs> His name was Carl Eckert. And, um, when he left NASA, he went to work for the University of Minnesota, mm-hmm. and he ran their physics department for years. And then when he retired, he bought this land that we now own and um, did you know farming and just enjoyed life out there with his family. Yeah. So and thank goodness he sold it to you guys and not, you know. Yeah, flexes. to a development <laughs> development or something. Yeah, yeah. but it's a, it's an interesting uh, area. Um, we went out to the public and asked, "What would you like to see out there?" Yeah, and they uh, they gave us some ideas. So we're gonna large water slides into the river. <laughs> <laughs> These are the kind of things we're gonna uh, put out there: playgrounds, picnic and event shelters, camper cabins, and yurts. Oh, cool. It will have access to the river, which is a big thing because there are hundred foot bluffs that you have to crawl down to. And There's no vinic- again. vernacular is not going on. No, no, we're going to have uh, switchback <laughs> trails and a stairway. Okay. Okay. We're going to have a low ropes course for kids. Ooh, fun. Uh, a mountain bike skills course, stargazing mounds, a sledding hill. Um, wow. Hike-in campsites. It will have over five miles of trails. Wow. Swinging bridges on some of those trails. Several observation points and, uh, of course, you know, parking and toilet facilities. And So, yeah, we're going to... Wow. When's when's all this coming together? Is this a couple? Is a five-year project, or what's the kind of the timeline look like? It, we're in the planning stages right now. Okay. The big... Step was to buy the property, sure. which yeah. we did with some help from DNR. Okay, um, and uh, it's just it's in the planning stages. Yeah, um, but we're hoping to break ground on it in a year. Awesome. And, yeah, probably 
five years from now, it will be completed. And that's something that would be part of that pass, that $30 a year pass, right? Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. so inexpensive for a full year of access to yeah. amazing resources. Yeah, it's a great deal. Yeah, it really is. And I, I think the first couple of years that we bought our pass, the only thing we used it for was Homestead, which we lovingly call Perch Lake. You know, that's, that's how <laughs> <laughs> I think every Hudson sure. person knows uh, it as Perch oh Lake, yeah. but we yeah. can try to call it Homestead Parklands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank but. you for that. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but, but there are even a lot of things to offer there. You've got the, the Bookworm Trail. How would you describe that to someone that's never seen the Bookworm uh, Trail? It's a half-mile paved trail. Um, accessible for, for anybody of all ages, you know, any, any ability as well. Um, and, and I think there's five or seven stops along the way that uh, review kind of what you're looking at on the prairie or the wetlands, and there's books in each stop re- uh, referencing, you know, that kind of uh, habitat. Yeah. So and from really a cool. kid's perspective, so we visited there right when COVID hit as well. I right. had my kid bring his scooter. I don't know if that was good or bad. Is that allowed? Yeah, it's okay. A little wheelie scooter. <laughs> so yeah. He's wheeling around, and he thought it was awesome because it's like this big loop with what looks like to a kid playhouses right. all along the way. And yeah. they're, they're different colors, different designs, different themes, and he absolutely loved it. So. Yeah. Yep. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. And each one of those buildings was sponsored by a, a local business, so it was, it's a pretty cool thing. Do they local businesses pay to maintain those as well, or is that all maintained by the park? All maintained by the park, I believe, right? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Let's talk about Glen Hills because I have never been. It's a great park. So sorry. <laughs> it's a great park. Yeah. Have you been, Ken? No, I was just going to look up where it's at. I'm going to go to your website right now so I can really start firing some yeah, tough questions totally. at you guys. I, well, I know that there is camping on site at Glen Hills, right? Yes, there's yes. a lot of camping. So yep. talk about that. What What do you have available? Do you have the like? I prefer to have a working bathroom. Do you got one of those? Oh we my do. goodness. We do. <laughs> yeah. um, we have several. Highbrow over here, Katie. You're kind of pushing it at the you park. Know, I, I'll, I'll get there. I'll yep. get there. Gotta we have several different it. types. So for the toilet connoisseur, <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to find what you like. Excellent. Um, and uh, Glen Hills Park and Campground is a 700 acre. Um, Facility surrounded by beautiful uh, Glen Lake, which was a watershed uh, impoundment uh, project. It was built by the Corps of Engineers back in like 1970, I think. Um, and the property is actually owned by DNR, mm-hmm. but we have a perpetual lease with them to manage oh. it. Um, it's got uh, 61 sites with electrical hookups for RV uh, trailers. Uh, 17 without electric, um, and then several regular tent campsites. And we also have two new camper cabins that we've built. Okay, that, put, you're talking my language here. Now, wait, what's, what's a camper cabin? What's that mean? Well, it's a little bit, uh, it's like a step up from tent camping. Okay. It's a little cabin that has all the necessary nice. Furniture, beds. It's a Katie cabin. Katie cabin. <laughs> is this getting close to glamping? Is that what this is? Pretty close. close to yeah. that? Pretty close. Nice. It's, uh, they, they're heated. Wow. In the winter, and they're cooled in the summer. They have air conditioning. Wow. So a year-round deal. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. I had we're no actually idea. marketing them that way with the snowmobile crowd. We're oh, trying to get goodness. them to start coming out there and using them in the winter. Oh, yeah. How fun would that be? Yeah. 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 Huh. And are you guys connected up to some of the major snowmobile trails, I would guess? Yes, we are. That's part of our... Perfect, yeah, right? The state system, we're tied into that. Oh, man. Um, they help uh, 
uh, pay for maintenance. There are 12 snowmobile clubs in the county that can comprise the St. Croix uh, County Snowmobile Association. Okay. They're the ones that do all the grooming. Sure. But um, DNR helps to, to pay for that. Huh, that's awesome. And how many of those cabins do you have? Was it a couple? We only have two right two now. Two right now, okay. Yeah, but we're looking at, b- at building more. Maybe more on the plan, yeah. The one that we had open in the warmer weather was very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Are you booked for the winter for the, the snowmobiling, ca- the Katie cabin not for yet, snowmobiling? Not yet, no, but we're, <laughs> we're pushing those, so yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. And if you want to book these, do you, you go on? It looks like you can reserve something online here. Yep. It looks that way, yep. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Love it. Um, so you have the cabins on site. Do you have the watercraft rental? Is it considered watercraft when there's no motor on yep. it? Okay, yeah. so watercraft rental as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In the in the summertime, we rent kayaks, canoes, uh, again, paddle boards, paddle boats. Yep, same, uh, yeah. same things to pick from. Is there anything to rent in the winter? Snowshoes, maybe? Do you have cross We do have snowshoes available, yeah. You do? Yep. Okay. Wow. Kid sizes as well? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, sweet. That's amazing. And yep. cross-country skis? We don't have cross-country skis. But okay. you're certainly allowed allowed to use our trails for mm-hmm. cross-country right. skiing. Are they groomed? Um, they're I, not. Okay, and I don't cross-country ski. I just know that's the first thing that those people ask. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are they groomed? Eh, groom it yourself. <laughs> Figure it out. It's Glen Hills. Come on. I was a downhill skier, so I don't know any of it about that. But uh, How about yeah. that? I know you guys aren't fishermen. Do you see people out there throwing lures in the water when the ice is out there, ice fishing? Yep, yep. Nice. ice fishing is very popular. Okay, cool. There and Bass Lake. Yeah, yeah, and awesome. Per- and Perch Lake. Yeah, yep, that's too. right. Right, in right. Fact, I was just out there yesterday. Um, there's a group of guys who have volunteered to, to build fish cribs. No way. Put them together. Interesting. And they'll drop them in in the spring kind of deal. That's cool. Well, they'll push them out on the ice. And, and just let them drop. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's really, really good for fishing. You get a couple cribs out there, and all of a yeah. sudden it's like, especially if you know where they're at. Right. <laughs> that's right. the trick, right? Yep. There's one right over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So are those are those kind of the three main parks that have fishing on them? The ones that you mentioned there, Perch and Glen Lake? and um, There's also Pine Lake. Pine Lake, okay. Yep. It was originally a town park. Okay. Um, and then it was uh, donated to the St. Croix Ride and Gun Club, who subsequently donated it to the county. But it features a boat dock, boat launch, two parking areas, a picnic shelter, and toilets. Wow. That's awesome. And it goes out to Pine Lake there, I assume. Am I okay to assume that? Yep, right. It's right on Pine Lake. Yep. <laughs> it's Pine Lake Park, Ken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm not the quickest uh, or the sharpest tool in the shed, but uh, I get there sometimes. <laughs> That's great. And, and Pine Lake, I, I can't really tell from the map here. Is that a pretty good size, kind of a bass lake in, in size, just roughly? It is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a good size lake. It is, yeah. For people that haven't done some of the things that we're talking about, I know that I've seen Learn to fill in the blank on your Facebook page and mm-hmm. even on your events website. You have Learn to Snowshoe coming up at yeah. a lot of different parks. What Which parks are that? Is that going to be held at? Yeah, those will be held at uh, Homestead Parklands, uh, Glen Hills, um, and both forests, uh, Stanton County Forest and the Knickknick Forest. And our uh, education outreach uh, person, Alicia Miller, um, teaches all those classes for anybody, you know, of all levels, yeah. never done it before to somebody who does it all the time, you know, you can come out and kind of a guided tour through those properties. 
We're going to pause here. Stay tuned for part two. There is so much more to talk about with St. Croix County Parks. Now, if you're interested in Learn to Snowshoe, all of those snowshoeing events are listed on GetOutAndTry.com. Go visit GetOutAndTry.com. Get yourself signed up. That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others to find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley area. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking small businesses that host all the fun in the valley. Go, get out and try.